from the Cats Audio Network. This is Cats Today with Louie Butko. Yes, it is Cats Today for a Thursday, September the 22nd, 2022. Uh, the first day of fall. Yeah, where did summer 2022 go? Yeah, it's gone because it's fall 2022 now. And uh, the Ticats uh, getting set for some uh, fall weather in Montreal tomorrow night where they'll take on the Alouettes in uh, what is certainly a huge Huge game for the Ticats and the Alouettes is uh, Montreal leading the Ticats by two points. They've split the season series so far, so whoever wins this game uh, will win that. And uh, Montreal does have a game in hand, I will remind you, but obviously a huge game. Uh, and you're going to want to listen right here to the Ticats Audio Network. Bubba and Andy will get you started at 6.30. And of course, RJ and Luke have the call starting at 7.30 from Molson Percival Stadium. Uh, to get you further set for the game, of course, you can get your brand new Tiger Cats game day with Courtney Stephen and Mike Daly tomorrow. And a brand new episode of Speaking with the Enemy. As I recently sat down with Joey Alfieri, who is the Montreal Alouettes reporter uh, to get uh, his thoughts on the matchup. So lots of content here for you on the Ticats Audio Network. Lots to get to on this show, including the depth chart. Uh, we'll get to that in just a second. We'll hear a bit more from Coach Joe. Uh, a couple of things we didn't get to yesterday, and I think it ties the whole show uh, together. And you'll see why, because we're going to be jo- we're going to hear from uh, David Beard for the first time uh, on this show. We Talk to him yesterday, and I'll play what he had to say uh, coming up. We'll hear from Wes Hills as well. Also, likely the first time we've heard from him this season on this show. Uh, and we'll hear from Keandre Smith, who got his first career CFL touchdown last week and is, uh, again, in the starting lineup and uh, been, been a big part of this Ticats offense the last few weeks. All right, let's uh, take a look at the Ticats depth chart, and uh, we'll start on the offensive line where there are no changes from last week as it's Tyrone Riley at left tackle, Brandon Revenberg at left guard. David Beard, who we'll hear from, is the starting center. Coulter Woodmansey is the starting right guard. And Colin Kelly, the starting right tackle. Dane Evans, the starting quarterback. At the running back position, you'll have Wes Hills. And at the fullback position, you'll have Felix Caran Gauthier. Uh, the receivers out wide, you got Stephen Dunbar Jr. and Keandre Smith. And at the slot, you got Tim White, Pappy White. And making his return to the lineup is Tyler Turnowski, activated off the six game injured list. Great to see him back. On defense, it is. Uh, Mason Bennett at the defensive end spot. It is Ted Laurent getting the start at nose tackle. Micah Johnson at defensive tackle. Julian Hauser at D end. And uh, yeah, we got news yesterday from coach that Dylan Wynn was not going to go. Uh, and yeah, the news is not great. He's on the six game injured list. Uh, and obviously with five games left in the regular season, uh, we've obviously seen the Ticats pull players off the six-game injured list, but uh, not a great sign to see uh, Dylan on the six-game injured list. But Julian Hauser is back in the lineup after missing last week. Uh, at, at the linebacker position, no changes from last week. It's Kyle Wilson, Jovan Santos-Knox, and Cam Kelly. And in the secondary, it's Jamal Roll, Kariel Brooks, Tunde Adelike as a game-time decision, Richard Leonard at the half, and uh, Rodney Randall Jr. at corner. Uh, no changes on special teams. It is Seth Small in the uh, kicking duties, Mike Damagala in the punting, Gordon White's the long snapper, and Pappy White will handle the kick return responsibilities. That's how the Ticats will line up, and uh, we didn't get to these uh, clips from Coach that I'm about to play for you here, but 
He talks about the waiting room, and we've talked about that on this show. Coaches talked about it many times. Players have talked about it. The waiting room, they call it the practice roster, the waiting room. It's for guys who are waiting for their opportunity. And uh, Wes Hills is one of those guys. Tyrone Riley, coach, is going to talk about him in one of these clips uh, when I asked him about it yesterday. Uh, But guys who have been waiting for their opportunity have gotten into the lineup and have made a difference. You know, you you could put Malik Carney on that list. You can put Kyle Wilson on that list. Uh, Guys who got their spot because of injuries, but when they were in the lineup, uh, made an impression. So here's what Coach had to say uh, about that, about the waiting room uh, yesterday when we talked about it. It's definitely expected, and it's it's definitely rewarding. I'm always happy for, you know, most of these guys in the waiting room are waiting for an opportunity. That's that's all you can really ask for. And so when their opportunity comes, are they prepared and are they ready? And all you can really do is show them examples in the past of how that, that pe- where people have been ready and when people have not been ready, and then they go back in the waiting room for another however many weeks. And... And that can be frustrating, but at the end of the day, they're on a professional football team. They're expected to be professionals and play at a professional level whenever called upon, and that's kind of what they sign up for. And so, yeah, I think it's the expectations are set early, and we show that, you know, if you're on, the, if you've made a professional football team roster, uh, it's not just because we like you or you know we want to be friends. It's it's about uh, it's a two-way relationship. We're here to make you better, but when called upon, we expect you to answer the bill. It's a great segue and you didn't even know you did it. It's an example of a guy that was in the weight room, busting his tail in the weight room at 6 a.m., in meeting rooms, being a pro, uh, probably frustrated because he didn't get an opportunity since uh, playing, I believe it might have been week one or two, uh, and just in there working, 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 and then boom, when called upon, showed up. And that's Coach Orlando Steinauer talking about uh, Tyrone Riley specifically there at the end. But in general, uh, they're talking about guys who uh, have been waiting their moment, or uh, waiting for their moment to, to be called into action. And uh, you know, Tyrone Riley was that example. But Wes Hills could definitely be uh, another one of those guys. Uh, 10 carries for 58 yards last week against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, hoping for another big game from him. And we're going to hear from him in just a second here on Ticats today. Uh, the annual Tim Hortons Smile Cookie Campaign is back, Ticats fans. 100% of the proceeds from sales of Smile Cookies will support charities and community groups across Canada. To participate in this year's Smile Cookie Campaign, visit your local Tim Hortons restaurant or place an order through the Tim Hortons mobile app for delivery. Uh, like I said, we're going to hear from Wes Hills. Uh, but first... I want to hear, let's hear from David Beard, because we have not had him on this show. We have not talked to him, uh, you know, wanted to give him his space, let him settle in, but uh, making his second straight start at center. And uh, we talked about a bunch of things yesterday, and now you're going to hear him uh, answer uh, my my questions here. But specifically, uh, we talked about, you know, how he's fitting in, how the how the culture is uh, with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Uh, talked about wearing 51 and starting at center on the same game that uh, our alumnus of distinction was Mike Filer, who so famously wore 51 here, uh, how we felt about that. Uh, but we started off uh, by checking in on on his his shock, I guess, or or the expectedness of his trade from the Edmonton Elks. Here's what he had to say. Oh, it was definitely a surprise. There's no, no question about it. I mean, I've been in Edmonton my whole entire football career, whether that's <laughs> All the way from the little leagues up through high school and college, I, I haven't left Edmonton. Um, but in terms of the adjustment, it's been all I could have asked for and more. 
Um, it's a great, great facility, great group of people. Um, like I said, I was commenting on the culture. It's, it's really, really good here. And um, I'm really glad that this is the group that I get to work with. And yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you can't comment on it. It's just, it's a what if, right? But yeah. I'm, I'm sure glad the way things have worked out. And I've been thoroughly impressed with the people here and the way we do things here. And yeah, so all praise from my end. Yeah, well, I mean, that's probably a question you should be asking the rest of the locker room. But no, it's been, it's been good on my end. Um, it's been a great group to get to know and start working with and getting on the same page. Um, the culture around here is... Yeah, really, really, really good. Um, I think that uh, some of the culture stuff that we talk about each and every day uh, in our team meetings and stuff like that, um, it's been really eye-opening. And um, I feel like it's not just lip service. Guys are actually taking what coach has to say and embodying that both on and off the field. And it's something that's been really impressive and appreciated a bunch. So. Yeah, to add to that pile of names, Ed Hervey's here as well, and um, obviously that's where my CFL road kind of began with him, and uh, Coach Gibson spent a handful of years in Edmonton with, which is awesome, and same thing with Colin, and was able to connect with Kyle in 2019 in Edmonton, so no shortage of guys. Uh, Grant McDonald as well, another guy from Edmonton, and seen a couple other guys in and out of the door, um, but no, there's a lot of familiarities for sure, um, but uh, no, it's been, it's been a really good transition, and lots of good people so well I'm really impressed with Coulter he's done a great job uh, he's filled in in a variety of different roles uh, been an awesome brain for the offensive line turning in terms of getting in at center and getting calls out and stuff um, he's still somebody who I can go to and ask questions with and definitely a cerebral guy um, that has been a valuable asset to the club clearly um, and then that's coupled with a bunch of other guys a like, huge credit to the guys who are, who are playing and uh, the guys who are getting us ready on our scout teams and stuff like that. It's it's a great group, a really, really good group that I'm I'm privileged to be a part of. So, Oh, totally. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to have to brush up on my history. Like, I know Mike's been in the league for a long time and um, somebody who I have tried to model my work after as well, even from across the country. So uh, there's no there's no shortage of reputation that Filer's um, left here and legacy that he's left here. Um, I hope that I can carry the torch as best I can, but... Um, you know, I, I, I got a text from the equipment manager saying, Hey, like grab a couple of the, or here's some of the numbers that are available. Like, let us know if there's something that kind of catches your eye and truth. I didn't even connect the dots yet at that point, but, uh, I think it's kind of fitting, um, that I'm, I'm able to try and take that torch and kind of work with it. And, um, hopefully, hopefully it uh, leaves a good impression too. So he was around, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he was. Game, yeah, I was able to connect with him a little bit and say hello. Half the man he used to be maybe. Yeah, yeah that's right. He's looking good, slim, trim. So it's awesome. Yeah, he did a, he did a great job. It sounds like he's getting into some other extracurriculars too. So um, yeah, good for him. From their defense, yeah. um, a physical, physical team. Um, they're known for, um, yeah, being physical on their front seven in particular. Um, lots of lots of names and faces that I know from that defense as well. Some trades, some guys from Edmonton as well, and um, yeah, it's going to be our work is cut out for us. There's no shortage of work uh, on that front. Um, we're just going to kind of focus on us, though, truthfully, and uh, execute what's called, and we'll let the rest of it take care of itself.
And that's David Beard, uh, the starting center for the Ticats, as we caught up with him. And, uh, you know, everybody, a lot of people talking about the offensive line and the performance they had against the Bombers last week, hoping for a very similar performance. Uh, someone who benefited, of course, from that strong offensive line play was the starting running back for the Ticats. That was Wes Hills, uh, who has, you know, the theme of this show is, is the waiting room, it seems, because... Uh, that's what Coach talked about earlier, and you know Wes Hills definitely embodies that. I've uh, been on this team now two seasons. His second season was here all last year. Has only gotten into three games, uh, but is someone who's by who's bought his time and who made the most of it. Fifty-eight yards on ten carries last week against the Bombers. He also had three catches for fifteen yards as well. So was one of those nine different receivers that Dane used in the game. Uh, to help lead to the victory. So a big performance from Wes Hills. So we put him on the podium, uh, caught up with him after practice yesterday, and uh, here's what he had to say. I mean, it can it can, it can deter you uh, for sure. Um, but just it makes you even more hungry. You know, when you get that opportunity, you want to make sure you seize the moment and run away with it. Um, so you're just no longer up to uh, – no longer out of your hands. You want to make sure, like, uh, <laughs> if you're playing, you want to make sure you, you play to stay. You know what I mean? So uh, waiting all year for this opportunity, um, I just grinded, grinded. Coaches gave me a shot, and, you know, I was able to, to go and do my thing. You're going to see you're gonna see a lot of it. Um, I play with my emotions on my sleeve. I go out there, I leave it all out on the field. Um, that's just, just how I always played ever since I was a kid. So, um, I mean, they did a great job, man, all across the board. I mean, Dane threw for, like, five, six touchdowns, man. I mean, Dane was on fire. Um, when you have a quarterback like him and he's going to be protected, um, sky's the limit. As you can see, we went out there and did our thing. Um, the linemen are doing a great job right now. They're playing on high cylinders, man. We just got to keep it going, keep the, keep the train moving. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, it just, you just got to stay hungry about it, man. You can't really uh, you can't let all the – you got to control what you can control. Coach always says control the controllables, right? You know, me being able to play or not is outside my control. The only thing I control is how I prepare and how I get ready for my moment so I can seize it and, you know, run away with it. Motivation is second place. Motivation is another win. Um, motivation is just being able to go out there and have an opportunity to go and show everybody, you know, what we can do. You know, a lot of people have probably written us off so far, and um, only people that believed in us were the guys in that room. So uh, that's all the motivation we really need. Just keep fighting, you know, and make a way. Uh, for me, um, I have a great, great coach, JB, um, and Gid, Coach Gibbs. He prepares the linemen and us for all those stunts, all those different pressures, all the different looks, the movements, all of it. Um, they prepared, they prepared us this week for you know the team we're about to face, and did an even better job last week. You know, with you know playing Winnipeg, um, it's just kind of one of those things. It's you know, we just keep chipping away, and we've had a rough start in the beginning, but I feel like we finally, finally, finally are finding our little, you know, groove, so. JB is amazing, man. He, he's such a uh, great coach. Overall, a great guy, great individual. Um, you know, he just, he just brings a different type, of, different type of presence, you know, and he does the little things to prepare you, you know, he, he focuses a lot on details. At the end of the day, details, you know, make, make for, you know, the big, big jump, right? So um, he's done everything to prepare me. Um, everything you've seen on that field started with JB. So uh, I just big shout out to you, JB. 
Yeah, Tommy does a great job of finding uh, different ways to get guys the ball, finding different ways to attack defenses, um, disguising certain things. You know, um, he does a great job what he does. You know, he's he's our OC and assistant head coach for a reason, right? Um, he's a he's great with the X's and O's, and as far as getting us in position to be successful, um, like I said, it was rough in the beginning, but we're finding our little groove right now, so I'm liking it. And that is Wes Hills, who will make his second straight start at running back for the Ticats against the Owls tomorrow night. Uh, one more for the piece of sound before we go. Uh, Keandre Smith had a chance to catch up with him. And uh, it's pretty interesting because, you know, Wes Hills is starting. But, you know, Sean Thomas Arlington could start. Uh, you know, we've seen him start before. Uh, but the the Ticats uh, are going with nine starting Canadians. Mason Bennett, Ted Laurent, Tunde Adelike, uh, Brandon Revenberg, uh, David Beard, Coulter Woodmansey, there's six. Uh, Felix Frank Gauthier, Tyler Ternowski, and Keandre Smith. Nine starting Canadians, which is uh, uh, pretty cool. Of course, uh, you need seven uh, to play the game, uh, but the Ticats going with nine, and one of them is Keandre, and uh, we caught up with him after practice yesterday and uh, asked him uh, when he knew. Uh, that he had his first career CFL touchdown last week. Uh, only after I caught it and crossed the line. The whole other time I was focused on not messing it up. <laughs> um, genuinely, it's just been the culmination of all the work I've put in to become this, like a football player, and to actually like see my dreams come to fruition and score a touchdown was great. But it was better to kind of see all the team come together and get a great team win. Um, Steve, Steve's a true pro. He comes in early. He gets. He works on his body in the morning. Gets his breakfast out like out the way. Like catches a. I don't know how many balls he catches before practice, but like he has a lot of his work, his morning work, morning prep done before guys even get in. So from him, I've learned how to be a true pro, and he's a guy who leads by example. And that is Keandre Smith as we caught up with him after practice this week, uh, talking about Stephen Dunbar Jr. There at the end uh, earlier in the week, Stephen had uh, some nice things to say about Keandre. Uh, Keandre there with uh, some nice things to say about Steven. All right, that'll do it for us today. That'll do it for us this week. And uh, yes, with the Ticats on the bye week, we will be back next week uh, for all, everything you need uh, bye week related here on uh, Ticats today. Touchdowns and Tastings, presented by Peller Family Reserve, is back. Get some friends together and register as a group for this fun-filled evening, Thursday, September 29th at Tim Hortons Field. The evening will be hosted by Natalie Sexton, along with alumni Andy Fantuz and Mike Daly. It includes wine tasting by Peller Family Reserve, on-field football instruction from current Ticat players, uh, locker room tour, a gift bag, and two tickets to an upcoming home game of your choice, all for only $95 per person. Visit Ticats.ca for more details. Uh, that'll do it for us. We are back on Monday. Thanks for checking us out. Then uh, remember the game right here on the Ticats Audio Network tomorrow starting at 6.30. I'm Louis Butko. Hoping you have a great day. Ticats Today can be heard every weekday and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gamedayatticats.ca Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gamedayatticats.ca Subscribe to the Ticats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.